coffee house uh i vaguely remember this place but i mean it's on the list and i really liked it it has like a rating next to it of like an eight out of ten so Period. it's really good so i highly recommend that place but for today's episode it's a little different because we actually have a guest on our show so introduce yourself hey y'all okay i'm jillian i'm a friend of jose and freddie so a little bit of background i'm a dance major at ou and I'm also studying um, Southeast Asian studies. So, yeah. Yes. I'm excited to be here. Thank you guys so much for having of me. Course, of course. Denada, Denada. So, this week's episode, we're going to be talking about stigmas and stereotypes within different minority groups and mm. the struggles of LGBTQI plus within said minority groups. We're going to mm. be focusing on um, the black community and then the Latinx community because, like, those are the two groups that we have represented here. And we also have our friend Jillian to give us her perspective yeah. as well. So, um, what do, what do you guys believe are like some of the stigmas and stereotypes that are in? Uh, I could definitely know. start off. Like the main thing I think is hair. Ooh, that's, that's a, a big, big one. That's a big one. And I want to talk about that first because that's such a big thing. Yeah. <laughs> because like, I know for when I was like a younger, like in like elementary school, and like I was like, dang, like I wish I had straight hair. Like that's why I wouldn't have to deal with mine yeah. all the time. Yeah. And I like just started like loving my curls around like my junior-ish senior year mm-hmm. even though I still like didn't wear them out I still you know like, okay like mm-hmm. I got good hair like you know go off but that was like, definitely a big thing for me like not only the insecurities but then like trying to fix your insecurities by getting like you know weave braids extensions whatever you want to right. do it's always like oh well like that's not your hair that's your real hair then like if it is so what mind your business like it's just a thing where it's like i feel like people need to stay out of other people's business Uh literally because it's like i feel like people have this stigma or stereotype that black women can't have naturally long black hair Uh naturally good hair Uh which is false because i know several black women have really good hair that goes down to like back of their knees that are like you know long luscious black and it's it can be like 4c whatever like it's good hair yeah and i think that's just a big one that i'm mostly annoyed at because as i all throughout high school i know a friend of mine she um had i don't know if she like she got braids or something but she got her hair done and the white boys and i'm gonna say white boys because it's mostly coming from white people mm-hmm. i'm putting y'all out there like oh. it mostly comes from white people we all always questioning us about our hair whether it's ours or not mind your business mm-hmm. we're not questioning whether your extensions are real if that's your real hair or not so yeah. why do you have to worry about ours and it was a white boy several white boys asking her like oh so-and-so asked for their hair back or so-and-so asked for their hair back like it, like mm-hmm. what like that's so scary we're like this like berating her for her hair and I'm like that's none of your business and like she was visibly tore up about it Mm -hmm. and it's just so sad that like y'all are feel so comfortable putting us down about her hair Mm -hmm. when y'all are going out here getting your hair black blonde brown in with the same week and your hair is just as damaged probably more than ours Mm -hmm. and you're getting extensions and getting these balayages and beach waves and all that stuff but we don't question y'all they get bonded what's it called the like i can't the taping yeah yeah Yeah, and i'm like y'all are doing more than us so it's like why isn't it like why are y'all in our business Mm -hmm. you know i don't know they even okay i have something to say on that too because 
I remember my very first like microaggression against me when it came to like my hair. Mm-hmm. You know how like how like little like black girls like how we used to have those like little braids with yeah. the, like, little the super cute little yeah feet, like the little bubbles like and so I remember like. I didn't know what to say, but I just knew instantly I had it. I was like starting to cry. I was like, mm. let me paint the scene. Mm-hmm. I'm at a Montessori school and I'm like six or seven years old. And it's like spirit week. So we had a... Um, spirit week was a hassle because I low-key hated spirit week like all throughout high school. Because I'm like, dang, like what am I going to do with my hair? Like it's always an issue. Yeah. It's like, because spirit week, obviously you don't want to dress up. And like you want to be part of the thing. People don't yeah. want to include you. Because they're like, oh, well she can't do this, that, and then some because of her hair. Yeah. Or because of this, mm-hmm. because of that. She can't be this character. But it's like... How do you know? Right. right. No, but like, like, let me try. What was <laughs> so crazy was like... You know, it was crazy hair day, and my mom was like, absolutely not. You are not going to go to school with crazy hair. Right. And so... Because we I'm, already have that stigma. Right. That our natural hair is crazy. Mm-hmm. And I'm and like... it's like unprofessional. It's this, there, and that, so yep. like... I right. Can't. And I've been getting all that whole, like, unprofessional lecture ever since, like, ever since then, right? So, painting the scene. So, it's like crazy hair day, and I'm sitting here, and I'm like mom like please let me go to school with the crazy hair yeah and i get to school she said absolutely not so i'll go in with my regular you know yeah. my regular like bubble braids and stuff like that yeah it's super cute the bubble braids are so cute <laughs> they really are like it's it's a staple it's a staple it, it truly is and so i walk in i go to my white teacher and i'm like like miss whoever like i'm so sorry like my mom would not let me wear crazy hair and i just really wanted to be a part of the thing yeah. but i couldn't she won't let me and then she's like that's okay your hair looks crazy enough uh- yo moment of silence like, because literally, yo, i had I- to fucking cry i was like i wear my hair like this every day oh my gosh that reminds me i have a story huh. so back when i okay Funny fact, fun fact, I went to private schools my whole life, so mm-hmm. this is just normal for me. Private um, school does that to you. <laughs> right? <laughs> but I went to school one day and I wore my curly natural hair out, and I normally wore like pink tails, like the little things, mm-hmm. but I wore like out because I I got some good curls, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I wore my curls out. Tell me why I walk in there and my teacher tells me I look like Shaka Khan. No! for the classroom says you know it's giving me like tina turner i said uh, I, what like they try to compliment you but they really don't do a good job exactly of i'm you. like that's such a backhanded compliment yeah. in a way yeah. like queens yeah. obviously but i'm yeah. just like y'all can just say my hair looks nice like, <laughs> right. like y'all, y'all don't have to compare it to anything just say it looks beautiful that's it right i'm like dang y'all it is that's what's crazy is like i always have like received compliments not compliments received um comments on my hair yeah and every time we switch up which is just like what we do what Mm -hmm. everybody does like everybody switches up their hair yeah for some reason it's a whole like situation when it's such a big deal when mm. black girls switch up their hair if i want to come to school with a deep wave and then a 30 inch silk press or braids or a lemonade braids i can do whatever i want to but it's not a question when Miss little Sari Lou when I come to school <laughs> with like straight hair one day and then she curls it the next day. Yeah. Y'all don't say nothing. Chops it off the next day. Mm-hmm. Like where's oh, the commotion? Where where's where the commotion? Like I love that you are so obsessed with me. Like I love the attention. I love my fans, but at the same time it's like <laughs> <laughs> y'all are making it such a big deal. And it's like Literally. 
not everyone likes attention like that. Yeah. Like, I love attention. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, it's like, it can be negative. Yeah. It's like, you never really know, like, what people's true intentions are when they are, you know. Mm. Yeah. So, I don't know. I also feel like in the Latin community, like, obviously, like, there's different races in the Latin communities and ethnicity. But, like, when, especially in DR, like, growing up, I remember my cousins, they were forced to always go to, like, the salon, like, every Sunday to get their hair straight. And because in DR at one point like it was unperfect you couldn't even go take a like a passport picture with your natural hair yeah you literally have to straighten it men had if they had braids they had to cut them off if men had like long hair like I do Mm -hmm. they would literally have to buzz it off short because it was deemed unprofessional like our natural hair even even the even people like with like I guess softer curls were even considered unprofessional like it just wasn't embraced nowadays there's like this movement where a lot of Dominican Afro-Dominican girls are embracing their natural hair Mm-hmm. and even like other afro-latina girls but it's still kind of like a stigma because it's still seen as like unprofessional yeah. or like mm. unpretty yeah. or like not beautiful and it's always like the whole you have to look more i guess like european and like to fit in i guess and it's so weird because because we're already a beautiful people as it is but yeah, the fact that we're still trying they're trying to bleach us even more is mm-hmm. ridiculous but the the it's changing like yeah. they have like nine dr like, if you go anywhere like they have like natural salon <laughs> they have natural salons like they go and they literally where they like natural hair salons i think one is called like i think it's like i forget what it is i think it's like i'm gonna look up the name yeah. and I'm, I'm gonna look up the name but it's called let me look it up yeah. you get it right why are, are you looking it up i do also want to talk about another thing is like this whole um latin aggressive issue that's the worst thing because oh i God. am an actually loud person yeah that's just me i'm naturally I'm naturally aggressive but it's like i'm not a pushover if mm-hmm. i don't like something i don't like it and if i'm going to tell you like i don't consider that me being aggressive but it's like it's not if i want something i'm going to get it yeah that's simple and i feel like like oh my gosh do y'all remember the clip and Nicki minaj was in the studio and she was talking and she was like if I go into this studio and I say I want something this way, oh, I'm a B word. But then if I go here, like if a man does it, oh, he's this, he's that, he's that stuff. Mm-hmm. That's like the vibes it's giving me. Because if like a white woman wants what she wants and she gets it and she's, you know, aggressive about it, she gets what she wants. Oh my God, such a girl, a, a boss, like love that. Like yeah. She's a queen. Oh my God, then But a black woman mm-hmm. does it, she wants something and she goes for it. Oh, she's aggressive. Oh, she's loud. She, she's this. She's that. She's da 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 da. Especially like Latinas. Like there's like a stereotype of Latinas. The crazy lat. Yeah. Yeah, and that scene right. is like, I guess attractive or like sexy like, or it's something. Like fetishized. Yeah, it's fetishized, and yeah. I'm like, that's not a good stereotype to have. And some Latinas even run with that shit, like as if it's some cute little trait to have. Like you no, do know that what? there are guys that are fetishizing you. And then the funny thing is, if like, oh. It's, it's not even for all Latinas. Yeah. I'm talking about for, like, the mestiza, Native American, mixed with white type, right. the lighter-skinned ones. that They get they get, pa- they get a pass. Right. Black Latinas, on the other hand, they have to really, like, really die down their personality because if not, they're going to be seen all the time. No, that's yes. And, like, I just, like, personally, like, I feel like Freddie and I, like, we are not, <laughs> like, all that much. But, like, but I feel like I still get those same comments. Like, mm-hmm. was, like Me, I'm not... Like, me and Jillian are very opposites in a way. Very like she, like Jillian is so relaxed and calm and mm-hmm. she like, no get me wrong, I can be chill, I can vibe, I can do all that yeah. stuff. But in yeah. a sense, like my personality, like, I'm loud, like I'm like out there, like five yeah, exactly. I do what I wanna do. 
And I feel like Jillian's like more like laid back when it comes to that sense. Like, but like, what's crazy is like I will still get those same comments about like being aggressive, being yeah. like loud and like overly sassy when mm-hmm. I'm like, because like I'm very serious about what I do. I'm serious about like making sure that like my um you know like my yeah, dances are yeah, like yeah you had that whole issue with like one of the girls like on your dance you and you were like what's the issue literally and it's like i like i want to like you know fix the problem i'm going to nip it in the bud yeah. and i want to make sure that we have like a like a peaceful you know rehearsal right. and it's like if i want things to go my way like you know i'm not going to be rude about it at all but like whenever i like put my foot down and say like okay this is how i want things to go for my piece immediately i'm getting that like okay like you're a little too bossy like you need to pipe down you need to calm down and i'm like i'm perfectly calm yeah. like i don't understand like where all this like gaslight like yeah. this gaslit energy came from yeah and i know that um <clears throat> like during cheerleading i didn't like have a lot of people saying anything to me like to my face at least mm. about like being that way but like if I'm in charge of something and something, like, if I want something done, like, I want need y'all to do it, please. Because, like, I hate asking again and again and again. I get how my mom feels when I'm, yeah. like, not listening. And so, like, there's a whole thing. And um, on the sidelines, you're supposed to just, like, stand there. Like, you're not supposed to talk. You're supposed to wait for your cheers to come up, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. I got pretty chill about yeah. it. Because, like, obviously, no one can just stand there and their friends are right there. Like, if you don't want to talk about the game, talk about the game. But, like, I remember because I was captain for like one of the years and like that was like my first like real like leadership role so i took it very seriously and i was just like y'all like can y'all be quiet like i try to be nice about it Mm -hmm. but at some point i'm not gonna be nice anymore yeah and so as the years got on like yes i wasn't captain but like i was still kind of in charge me and olivia at least and if we wanted things done like we need y'all to listen but it's like i felt in a way like me and Olivia had to play good cop, bad cop. Yeah. But Olivia can be the bad one, I can be the good one because, like, obviously, like, if, if I'm like, oh, guys, like, you can't, I want it, da 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 people are going to be like, this black girl, she, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So it was very, like, hard to get what I want and things done efficiently when I'm so afraid of being painted in a certain light. I think part of that is also we're always going to, like, I mean, at least where we live, like, yeah. in Ohio. Yeah. It's just like, we're always going to be surrounded, like, by, like, white people. Like, I mean, oh, let me phrase that better. Like, like, we live in a white suburbia, you know? Yeah. So it's, like, I'm used to just being, like, the only, like, black girl, one right. of the only few black people in a classroom or even in a whole school. Yeah. So it's, like, when we stand up for ourselves, we are the only ones standing up for ourselves. Exactly. And that's what's terrifying. That's what scared me coming to Because I was raised in New York. I'm mm-hmm. from the Bronx originally. And, like, I didn't have that issue. Like, I was the majority. Yeah. Any, really? Yeah, I was the majority. Like, white people would be, like, a speck. Okay, like, here, like our teachers, what? our teachers, our principal, but the kids, like, there would be probably, like, one, two, three here or there what? that were, like, actually, like, white. And if they were white, they're probably, like, their parents, like, just immigrated from, like, Ireland or, or like, mm-hmm. Italy, yeah. Bosnia, like, those, like, Eastern European countries and, like, mm-hmm. Greece. But, like, we never... They honestly blended in with us, I guess, because we a lot of us were, like, the children of immigrants, too, so we all kind of, like, had the same, I guess, like, struggle. Yeah. But... I never had that, like, oh, I feel like I'm so small. I feel like I can't do it. But it wasn't until I got to Ohio where I had that scary feeling where, like, I got into CCS. It's fine. Oh. I got into (laughs) CCS, and then I 
I got into high school and then just like all changed because like yeah. I've never had that experience of like being so small that I can't speak up for myself or like if people are gonna but the thing is even though like <clears throat> it happens with white people mm-hmm. it happens in New York with other people of color other people of color are allowed to like you know mm-hmm. be I guess aggressive and, and upset because it's seen as like something else but when black black girls do it or black women do it it's completely like oh y'all are being too and it's also has like a little bit of a colorism aspect too because like darker skin girls are not allowed to be that way exactly but light skin girls are so it's just yeah. like wow <gasps> yeah it's just like it dep- it's so sad because like it's so prevalent you would think that white people would be the only ones to do that but it's so prevalent in other communities and it just goes to show how much everything has been fucked up by white supremacy that it kind of has like destroyed everything that we have come to know and love mm-hmm. yeah. but and also the way that we speak and talk to each other and address each other but yeah that's insane and i can't even imagine that type of culture shock just mm-hmm. like seeing this in like you know living one way like in the bronx coming here and like yeah feeling like dang like everyone's yeah. against me rather than like yeah. With me. yeah and like and i i think i felt not like i mean i knew like how the vibe i knew the vibe like when i came to OU when i went to ou like mm-hmm. i knew the vibe would like kind of shift where it's like you know it's officially like a pwi yeah mm-hmm. so i'm like okay like you know i'm gonna be around different types of like people but um i think i especially felt like really helpless when i was when i was like a freshman yeah coming in because i was around people who were so bold with their racism like i mean yeah even my freshman year like roommate like it was crazy yeah like, i'm sorry but oh yeah it was like hickville like it's just all white people and it's such a small town but it's like, just like yeah but like back you know before the pandemic you know but mm-hmm. i would be going with my friends yeah, to the bars because it's fun you know that's all we got but like i would be there and i'm like i'm the only person that can say the n-word i know it like and i just yeah, like yeah. i'm the only one that's there and it's like but i it's so prevalent in just like the culture like the white people culture down there like i don't know it's they're, they're always playing like music like with the n-word in, yeah in the bars but it's like when i make a face about it when i'm like okay are you serious like people are really gonna like disrespect this like right. disrespect this really like black people have put in place yeah i get this look and it's like well, what are you gonna do about it like i Ooh, always get yeah. that look that's like you can't say anything about it you're the only one here that you know yeah like no one's gonna stand up for you but you exactly and that's like what's crazy that's what's scary about and like being a black girl like in a pwi another thing that i feel like is like black women don't get enough like what's the word credit credit for being everyone else's like cheerleader mm-hmm. and no one mm-hmm. being there because i feel like we support everyone else really but we're not giving the energy back like we is out here supporting every other community possible mm-hmm. but it's like when the tables turn and black women are being the victims of whatever mm-hmm. it's like y'all y'all where y'all at where'd y'all go how about this for another stigma mm-hmm. it's the self-hatred and yeah. the anti-blackness and also in any any community of color is always a, there's going to be anti-blackness in the latinx community rampant and then in the asian community you know and then also in the black community to an extent it's there too mm-hmm. right so yeah. what do you guys think about um for example as you said yeah. you said that black women are always everybody else's cheerleader mm-hmm. and no one is their cheerleader yeah because honestly that that is very true right and then how do you feel when um People say, we're going to get a lot of hot water for this. But I feel like I saw this like one video talking about how like black women are always there to fight in the forefront. Also black LGBTQ people. Mm -hmm. But sometimes black men low-key 
tend to take not tend, but they sometimes take a seat back. Because so black men are the weakest link in ah. the black community. Ah. And, I, ah. <laughs> and I don't Ooh. care. Ooh. Because like I said, in like the first podcast, I will say what I have to say. Mm-hmm. I said what I said and I said what I meant. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. Black men are the weakest link in the black community. Because when it comes down to it, y'all are against y'all own race Ooh. when it comes to women. Every time somebody says something, every time somebody says something about it, y'all are so defensive. And then when it comes to LGBTQ plus community, oh, don't bring that gayish around me. Oh, da 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 da. Bro, what? I'm like, not gonna the, lie to you. Not all black men are like that. Oh, but it's enough. a very it's, it's a, too many. It's, it's, it's enough. It's enough to bring it up. That's yeah. my thing. It's mm-hmm. enough to say something, and it is because you, then y'all try to flip it around on black women and be like. Oh well, y'all like white boys. Yeah, because y'all don't like us. Here's my y'all thing. I hate it because I remember someone. I was having this conversation with somebody. I'm not gonna put their name out there, but they literally said that that is a stage that black women have to go through, as if it's some type of rite of passage to be rejected by damn near everybody. What? How will you, how how would you feel if no one in the world damn near? Because that's sometimes how yeah, it feels like. Some, yeah. E- doesn't want you exactly. but the thing is you talk about calling black women like as if they're sellouts for dating outside their race you don't want them you're the first exactly. one that would date anybody out if anything there are even statistics that say that black men date outside their race more exactly. than black women do and let me say this mm-hmm. the only reason white women like y'all is because you're easy oh ha he Girl. Y'all are easy, and y'all will stick your little peanut whackers in anything that you were able to get it into. And y'all are so easy. That's the only reason that y'all are so, so, so enthralled by white women. It's because you're easy. Because they're, they're y'all are literally like, are you kidding me? I didn't know we were because, in charge of the right. Because the white women understand how infatuated y'all are with them, so gonna take advantage of that and use y'all. That's simple. That's the only reason why they like you. I promise at the end of the day, they only want you. And then, not only that, not only because you're easy, but because they want you for your sperm because they want to mix kids because they fetishize them. Oh, let that sink in for a minute. You, no I one, you just on a sense of topic. No one, oh my goodness. no one ever, I already know. No one ever wants to talk about that, but it's literally the truth. That's the truth. There that's is the a, truth. that's another it. stigma. There is a fetishization when it comes to mixed kids. You cannot, yo. I'm telling y'all, like, I want y'all to hear me, and y'all can defend it to the day y'all die, but here's the truth, and I'm and literally everyone else outside of the black man can really, truly understand this. White women don't actually like y'all. It's because you're easy, and they want your kids, because they fetishize white, mixed kids. Let that sink in, and really sit there and contemplate and think on that. Because I promise every girl you have talked to probably went back in her group chat and was like, oh my god, y'all, Darius, he, da 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 and da 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 Oh my god, my dad doesn't even like black men. Oh my god, what am I going to do? Then I just want to mix kids. Oh my god, da 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 Probably sending mixed kids back and forth from Instagram on their little search that bar. Ass. Back into no, the group chat tomorrow. Oh my god, this this mixed kid's so cute. Oh my god, da 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 I remember the... No. That's for real. No, for real. They really do do that. I, do that. I don't I like y'all. Okay, like, no, for real. And I experienced that with, like, my white friends, like, my white girlfriends. Like, literally. they all would be like, oh, my gosh, like, I want to marry a black guy that looks like, you know, that's, like, this specific skin color. Right. Has, like, Jose's type of hair. So uh, they can look, so they can look like you. Because, like, I mean, I'm not, I'm not mixed. Yeah. Right? But, like, I'm, like, looking back at, like, old, like, baby photos, right? Yeah. And, like, I look like I'm a mixed kid. I, but it's, yeah. like, whenever, like, my friends would see like when they would see baby pictures mm-hmm. of me all of a sudden the first comment is it should 
it's cool if you compliment me and be like, oh, like you look so cute. But yeah. it's you taking it a little step. It's weird. It is weird when you go like, oh, I want my babies look just like you. Like, okay, right. what like type of, what does your dad look like? like yeah, that's and, weird. And I will say another thing. Like, to the black men who are, you know, listening and y'all are like, oh, well, you're wrong. Nah, nah, nah. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. The fact that y'all are defending it and you're not recognizing it, like, and y'all are just going along with it that's an issue with y'all there that's is an issue. issue it's an insecurity yeah. issue and i'm calling it out because as black men men who should be on the forefront fighting for us as yeah. men as black strong men but y'all looking real weak right now oh! as black strong <laughs> men that y'all should be you should recognize your insecurities and reflect on that and do some introspection and really think okay what's what? going on here how yeah. do i feel about because the way that i see dark skin guys put down other dark skin women when your mama's probably that dark is real embarrassing it says something it about is you. so hypocritical because it's like yeah okay like did you not see who you just came out of like how are you going to put down the same race it's like that doesn't make any sense to me i remember there was this one time in high school i don't know if you were you i don't know if you were still there but literally i'm not going to say names but there was at that group of friends yeah um there was a guy who was in the grade above us and he literally said that um i guess white girls are better than black girls or whatever and literally all the black girls in the class then you're set up and said hold up right. and then i remember i heard about it because my friends told me because they were mm-hmm. said friends who stood up yeah and then they were just t- they were telling him off like how why would you say it's like it's the self-hatred for me and then the top of that i would always hear in high school like oh my gosh was i want my babies to come out with right. your hair yeah. it's weird it's That's so weird because it's you're literally picking who the fuck your the, the parent of your child is gonna be exactly it's like designer dogs like you're right. the, it's literally like they it's plan so like what they want their babies to exactly. look like it's weird that is weird as hell the fact that i heard literally some people be like oh if my baby comes out dark skin i'm not i'm not gonna love it and i'm like you should not be a parent then. literally you should you literally can not be a child unconditionally that's- regardless and that's another thing like as far as like stigmas and stereotypes like it's not, i mean it's kind of like a stigma but it's like the whole idea where people are like oh like if my child comes out gay like i'm not having that right you should not be a parent then don't have kids mm-hmm. right be, just don't have kids because that's have just kids. Like, that just says a lot about your character the fact that you even had the mm-hmm. inkling to say that mm-hmm. but then I want to go back to what you said earlier and my thing is like I feel like another reason why black men probably tend to pick white women is because they're intimidated by us because we're not just going to stand for anything as a black mm-hmm. woman we know what we want and we, we're, we're the strong ones in the group along with the LGBTQ plus IA whatever mm-hmm. like we're the strong ones in the group and I think y'all are really intimidated by that because you're insecure about your own strength and your own weaknesses no, it I shows feel like, no it like shows. to say to add to that like I just want to reiterate like that like we as like black women and then also like the LGBTQ plus community like we we take a lot culture yeah we, we take a lot we set we maintain we create exactly. the culture mm-hmm. so i'm just like y'all just sit there putting down your own community that's and i'm not gonna lie to you there are black men who do stand up for the community oh yeah for and sure. i love and respect and i remember i remember this right. is one thing i'm also going to talk about even though this is a little bit later but i will mention this i remember there was a black lives matter protest or whatever yeah. mm-hmm. and i think i forget his name but he was he was gay mm-hmm. and he was leading the protest yeah and there were literally <laughs> people who said other black people who literally said, I am not standing behind this man. And there were, I think most of them were men. They were saying, I'm not standing behind him because he's gay. And I feel like he would. He is strong and, uh, stronger than you by standing in the, in the front lines 
while you're in the back holding a sign talking about some I'm right. here and then you and then uh, and also all somebody are at home not even out in the protest all because with. of someone's sexuality like how insecure how fragile does your masculinity have to really be to say something like that mm. and it's like y'all like disrespectfully black men need to get it together Ooh. disrespectfully because it's, it's embarrassing at this point it's been going on for way yeah long. and it's like y'all are bringing our community down and making our community look worse the more y'all open y'all mouths the, at Some this point it's just getting down. redundant and it's it's irritating at like this get point. educated please because like i'm not gonna lie to you the white people won't take us seriously until we get our own shit together exactly. so until we start fixing the issues that are, are within our own communities what makes you think they're gonna take us any, right. any type of serious no yeah. Just literally think about that, cause like you cannot first. There's always what's that saying? If you can't, you can't fix. If you can't fix yourself, it makes you think you're gonna be able right. to fix another yeah. person. Yeah. So I'm just saying, like, it's all about. I don't know how to, I'm saying in Spanish. Oh, autoanalizarte, autoanalyze yourself before yeah. you go out into the world and do some bullshit. Because y'all talk a lot of BS, but don't. This is my thing. People talk way too fucking much, but don't give. Con- conclusions don't give, <laughs> don't give solutions they right. don't give solutions that's right. the thing I don't, I don't know that's just like one of like my big things and i just feel like i don't know yeah i said what i had to say i my last i think my last point is like you you kind of said it earlier like um I, it goes with the self-love like mm-hmm. my teacher once told me like our freshman year he made us cry we had this whole spiel it was great i remember you told me this yeah, yeah. but like i think it's so important like my like biggest piece of advice is like if you have no love for yourself love and respect for yourself and your community then you have no love to give exactly so it's like i think that's like a step in the right direction it's like really loving all of you your skin your hair and like if you can't do that like then it's like you might as well just be spewing out hatred like and you shouldn't be right no yeah no i get what you're saying it's just it's because i feel like I don't know how to, like, put it into words, but I feel like, like, the stigmas and stereotypes just keep getting worse and worse, and then getting, getting, getting more validated Mm. because of, like, people's ignorance in the community, like, there are black women out here trying to, you know, get that stigma off of us and, like, be, you know, I can't think of the word right now, but, like, get us out of that whole, like, box and, like, stereotypical thing, but it's so hard hard and people keep being ignorant and it's like i don't know i feel i feel like also this shit starts really really young like yeah it really does in the eighth grade i remember i had a friend i'm not gonna say her name but i had a friend she's a beautiful dark skin caribbean girl and she was getting bullied for her complexion Mm -hmm. and even though we were in a majority black latino school there was still colorism and there was still racism to an extent so it was still there it was just like more it, it it didn't come from you know mm-hmm. the whites but, yeah so um i remember we were coming back from recess and like i was we were looking for her i remember me and my friends were mm-hmm. looking for her and then <clears throat> all of a sudden i don't know what happened but that day she was like in the bathroom crying her sobbing yeah and then we opened the door we try to get the door open then we get the janitor and the janitor opens the door she is literally <gasps> scrubbing her skin with like this like pad that no. use like those like literally no yes like straight up just like mm. she was like i want to get it off i want to get it off because people keep bullying me and like That's i just terrible. can't anymore yeah. like I, maybe if i'm lighter and i'm like no and we, obviously we like we literally like console her like yeah. a teacher comes and consoles her and tells her and then her mm. parents come and get her and 
I remember she literally, like, it was, like, the, she didn't scrub so hard that, like, she was scrubbing so hard that literally blood came out. Oh, my God. And, like, I'm just saying, like, those things start very, very young yeah. and things like that scar people for life. Truly. Okay? Honestly, like, I could still, like, I, oh, my, I can't even count on both of my fingers how many times that, like, I literally got bullied all throughout my, like, elementary school experience just for being black, y'all. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it is, it's weird to say that because it's, like, I still can't wrap my brain around how you can bully someone for just being black. Like, I still can't wrap my brain around that. But it's, like, I don't know. Like, it's, like, it's insane. And I still think about that all the time because I, I love myself. Mm-hmm. I know. I know I'm the ish. Like, I, I know I look good. And that's, that's, that's simple. But there are still days when I'm, like, dang, like, maybe if I, like, you know, maybe if I was a little bit lighter, you know? Yeah. But, and it's such, it, it's, I hate that I do have that mindset every now and then. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's, like, what you say truly does stick with people. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. like, like, quit saying stuff just to be funny because you're not funny. Let me say this, too. You're not funny if you make fun of minorities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're not. You really aren't. Yeah, Jake may be laughing with you. Chad may be laughing. Chad from Fiji may be <laughs> laughing with you. Ah! But, <laughs> but he mean, they mean nothing. Like, it's... It don't make no like it's. And it's stick. No, I get what you're saying. Like your like your white friends will be laughing, but it's like that stuff sticks with it's, you. Yeah. yeah, and also it gets even worse when like sometimes the men in your or the people in your own community don't even defend you. Right, they kind of just be like, oh, it's a joke, and I'm like. Wait, wait, so y'all gonna let the slide? Right, because that's the reason. That's the reason that they're getting away with this because y'all letting the slide. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not letting nothing slide. I don't care. Because at this point, every day Black History Month for me. Yep. Somebody's be like, what'd you say? It's Black History Month. Why would you say that? Like, cause, like I can't take it anymore. I, I just, it's crazy to me because, like, you would think that some people, skin folk and kin folk. Just because okay. they look like you don't, mm-hmm. they're, they're not always going to have your back. Even right. people, I remember people would be like, oh, like, in college, we're like, Latinos got to stick together. I know many Latinos at OU, honestly, that are racist as hell. Yeah. And will literally, like, just, like, kind of eat that whole Latino <laughs> shit up and be yeah. like, oh, we're all this, we're not all the same at the end of the day. Right. 33 different countries like we're not all the freaking same and, and then like, you have many different ethnic and racial groups in there so we're not we don't have all the same we all don't have the same experience right and i know that like and i know this honestly like didn't like i didn't really start talking about this until i became friends with julian and jose but i know that like i went to like i want i ain't gonna say they my friend group because only have like two friends out of there mm-hmm. but like this group of people that i would always hang with like the guys were always making jokes like like holocaust jokes and black people jokes and like and it's like y'all y'all can't come with nothing else like if y'all if y'all really want to talk let's talk about the math homework because i'm failing but like (laughs) like, but we don't have to sit here and talk about minority people getting hang and and hang hung or whatever and people talking like the statistics of black people robbing and shooting and and like why are we talking about this can we eat our lunch and have fun because they really want to talk about statistics who the fuck is more likely to be a serial killer okay get into Mm. it get into it who's more likely to be a serial killer who you know what let me not because then no because who's more likely to shoot up school ah oh i went there she read my mind i went there (laughs) I said what I said and I said what I meant. That's simple. Because mm-hmm. let's really get into it. 
and y'all getting off easy for oh well they were they were mentally challenged goodbye what goodbye because i okay cool. i kid you not some of y'all be making these jokes and thinking that it's funny as hell but a the black- moment someone throws that shit back at you it's a problem. And you, it's a problem. A no, little, that literally happened with us once. That literally happened. Remember, we were okay. Do I bring up? I don't know. Anyway, okay. I'll, if we cut it out, we cut it out. No, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Do you remember? But do you remember? Like, obviously, like you said, yeah. there's always like a lot of like white people that would bring up like, but like you know how like there's always people that like do the <laughs> people that would like make these like homophobic, transphobic, yeah. racist jokes, right? But there was one day, Jose, where we. <laughs> Not me rhyming. There was one day where we were talking. It was me, you, and someone else, and we were talking about like we were genuinely concerned. Like, okay, what if this one person though? Yeah, like, Ooh, is a school shooter. Yeah, and we did, we did not have this conversation like for more than like five to seven minutes. And as soon as we brought up a white person that we were genuinely concerned about that mm-hmm. could have actually that could have actually shot yeah. up the school is. You guys should not be talking about that. Right? This is not funny. I'm like, we're not making jokes. We're literally concerned. We're literally concerned. No, because literally no, because there is this one kid in my school, and he got like I wouldn't say bullied, but like the whole thing around him was like, oh, like he's a school shooter. He's a school shooter. I see y'all don't joke about that. Yeah. I mean. In the beginning, because I genuinely thought everyone, because I I have never seen the kid before, and in the beginning mm-hmm. people were like, oh, like, he's a school shooter. I was like, oh, ha, ha like I haven't seen the kid, but like, yeah. whatever, like I didn't know, whatever. But after I saw him, I said, okay, y'all, wait a minute, because like, wait a minute, I don't think we should be joking like this, because I'm I'm not trying to be on the list. I'm, truly and honestly, I'm not trying to be on the list if he is. So what I did, we homies now. Mm-hmm. We don't talk, but we are homies in school. Because mm-hmm. I said, whatever happens, I ain't finna be the one. <laughs> I'm not finna be the I'm not finna be on the news. I'm sorry. No friendly fire. <laughs> Literally. I'm I gotta go. I gotta go. And it's I just feel like again, like I said, if we throw that shit back at them, they're gonna get upset. They shut it down. And they shut it down right away. Literally. But the thing is, you they can't handle the truth. They really you can't, can't. Y'all gotta stop cracking these jokes about us because at the end of the day, a lot of us are getting up now. Okay, been getting up and I'm have been sorry. doing better for ourselves. I'm sorry. And oh. sometimes we're doing way better than a lot of you, anyways. Yeah. So, because why y'all why y'all making those jokes? We we're bad. We're in our bad. bad. We get our education. We're right. in our diploma. What Vito say? We're in the go government. Get, literally. Because <laughs> what Vito say? Go get that degree. Go, girl. Period. That's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. While y'all are sitting here making jokes about whoever y'all want to talk about, y'all can keep doing that. Exactly. <laughs> but just know we may get there before you do. Don't be mad about it when we get your spot. And the thing is that we work 10 times harder than we y'all would ever wear because we don't want to be mediocre. Exactly. And exactly. I said what I said. Because y'all are ah. mediocre. <laughs> I mean, that's just, it's a fact. It's a fact. I'm not going to lie to y'all. But let me clarify this, too. I'm not going to lie. There are good. I was there, saying, are, there I are good see, white people. There are. Yeah. There see, are. There yeah. are. It's just like, I feel like a lot of the times they say that it stems from ignorance. But I'm mm-hmm. like, if you are going out of your way to make a joke like that, like make jokes that are Holocaust jokes, slavery jokes, mm-hmm. police brutality jokes, yeah. you are not innocent, boo-boo. And if you are, and if... You are white, and those are one of your friends that you didn't say anything. You are just as complicit. No if, ands, or buts. No, like, cause I, I, I will literally sit here and say that I literally, like, I should have said something, but I didn't think about it at the time, mm-hmm. because like I just wasn't having these conversations all the time, like how I do with y'all. Yeah. So yeah. I see like how detrimental it is now, but before I wasn't that educated on it, so I didn't say anything. But I'm, I knew it. I was like, mm, yeah, something ain't right about that. That's you know? why like my like friendships are like like 
so much more meaningful yeah. like this time around like this year yeah because the people that i'm still friends with are like like the white people i'm still friends with are like truly there for me and right. the way that i'm there for them yeah because i i saw people's true colors oh child like the disney song sorry <laughs> anyway but no i i did see people's true colors and like shout out to shout out to the two olivia's Y'all, y'all really be coming through for the homegirls. Ah, like finding people that stand up for you, like mm-hmm. in the way that you stand up for them. Yeah, that's so important. It really is, cause like, yeah, I love the Olivia's there. Yeah, we love them. Ah, shout out to y'all. <laughs> and then, but also shout out to Jared, Alex, and Hayden, because Ooh, I just thought of something that I do want to mention too after you finish. Even, even the like, I'm not gonna lie to you though me with the whole you know yeah it was kind of rocky at first because mm-hmm. it was something new for them to deal with yeah mm-hmm. but i have to applaud them because the improvement that they've made mm-hmm. and how understanding they've become mm-hmm. even though i have to cut people out of my life but how understanding they've become honestly does warm my heart because it's like they're like literally like my, my brothers yeah. you know like they literally like they're there when i need mm-hmm. them and i can talk to them literally about anything so mm-hmm. honestly shout out to them like that's what i said not all black men are horrible. Be like Alex and Jerry. Literally. Right. And Hayden, if you be in a little racist ass jokes of a white person. Exactly. He, aspire to be like him because he's right. actually a good one. Exactly. I forgot what I was going to talk about. <laughs> oh, I wanted to mention the whole whitewash thing. Yeah. Oh. The whole, oh, you sound like a white person. Oh, you're an Oreo. Oh, well, I've been coming back with that one. Let's That's get into it. One. Because how sounding educated or sounding put together or because I'm not gonna lie, you gotta change your tone depending on who you're yeah. with. It's called code switching, bitch. Right, <laughs> literally. Because all throughout like uh, <laughs> elementary school mm-hmm. um, and like a little bit of like my middle school years, um, I don't know why that took me so long to process, but like throughout that time. A lot of people were like, "Oh, like you don't sound like a black person. Oh, you, you, oh, like you, you're kind of whitewashed. Oh, like you're." Who was that? Like I, just people that I went to school with. Like there's like, oh, like you don't sound like a black person. Oh, you don't sound like a black person. Oh, like you're kind of like an Oreo. Oh, like people in our performance theater class said that to me. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Good night, because like. Mm-hmm. And I let it slide, which is dumb. Right, because I didn't, like, I didn't really, really, like, truly understand what they meant. Because I'm like, what do you mean I don't sound like a black person? Like, I'm black, so I should sound, like, what are y'all talking about? You know what I'm saying? Because, like, at the same time, like, I went to private schools my whole life. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't really around black people except for, like, my family. But, like, my family, like, all my brothers, military, like, articulate people, Mm -hmm. you know, they, they, you know, they're educated. Not saying that, like, black people who talk differently aren't educated but it's like you know what i'm saying it's just je ne sais quoi weird <laughs> like that y'all are just like so obsessed yeah yeah that's what happened with me with like i'm a dancer like and i and i dance like on point like with like the dance on point and i dance on point like with point right <laughs> <laughs> but like because like ballet is considered like sophisticated yeah, yeah. like there, people will be like, oh, like, you're so sophisticated. They see my parents' house and be like, oh, like, you know, they're all, they seem so professional. Like, they, yeah. like, they look like they're like, well y'all are off. so like, surprised like, that black people will get by. That, mm-hmm. Or that black people well are off. successful. Yeah. And, like, that's the one thing that's just been so weird to me because I get that so much. I think, and it's also been tied for me, like, as a light-skinned person, like, 
it's been tied in with like colorism yeah like people are like wow you are really not like the other black people exactly like, what are you talking about because like, i feel like i'm a little bit darker than you and i get oh. that too and it's like what i'm like no that's like i know i'm the only black person you know because how could you say that yeah. if you really don't even know like and, yeah, and what I, we're like and i know that there are black people who yeah. eat that up and they are so cool and they're, they're like it's, 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 it's not a compliment it's, it's really just not, you're like, they're literally saying so you're not as threatening to me exactly. that's really what it is or you're the more digestible right. or you're like the exception to what i think yeah. you are. and that was the hardest thing for me to like digest when i got to college especially and then also when i left um when i left tcs yeah that was the hardest thing to digest so i'm like these people don't really like me for me exactly. i'm the exception of what they think black people really are right. but i am exactly what a black person is yeah because I'm because I'm sophisticated. Yeah. Because I take ballet. Because I'm getting a degree. Exactly. I'm in my bag, and I'm serious about what I do. Exactly. Period. Tell him. Period. Say yeah. that. Let him know. I I don't know. It's like when I got to high school. Yeah. I mean, there were some people. I struggled with my identity because, in a way, I don't know. It was just kind of like I. There weren't any Latin kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, I know that I'm black. Hello, but like ethnicity wise there weren't any yeah. like latin kids there so obviously i like merged in with the black kids mm-hmm. because it's but yeah. at the end of the day i also felt like sometimes like my identity was questioned by the white people because they were like mm. how are you black when you speak spanish it, it's not computing for them yeah. so it was this i like, literally oh, had to no. go into like a whole ass history lesson to explain why <laughs> i you know am black but yeah. i also speak spanish and why my mom looks the way she does yeah. so it's just like and why she comes from the country that she does yeah so it's just like it's so crazy to me that i literally had to like literally explain literally give a whole ass history lesson to people because people literally question my identity be yeah. like oh no it's not no you're not yeah. that even when you're like passing on the street yeah like, it's like, like oh what are you like Yes, I've literally gotten like every ethnicity under the sun but my own. And then like it's not people are like, oh it's so cool that you can like it's really yeah, to an extent it means that I could like, you know, blend Mm -hmm. with different groups of people, I guess, but at the same time it's low key kinda tiring because it's in a way it's not I don't want always my identity Mm to always be questioned. You know what I'm saying? I just wanna be in one place. I don't always want to be floating around like a freaking And that is really good like to just like ask like if you're not really friends with somebody it's like it's just like weird to yeah. ask like oh like, so what are you like yeah like, I feel like that girl, goes with, <laughs> right i feel like that goes with like not only like sexuality but also like race and yeah. then mm-hmm. all of that like it's just like kind of weird oh yeah. even with like people with um like with disabilities yeah. where it's like it's, and it's like, like oh, i don't get look disabled right and oh. it's like girl i get that y'all want to know about the same time if you're not close friends with them mind your business exactly my please exactly. mind your business and i know one thing that i wanted to touch on really fast is a whole like education thing because i've told people i'm a biochem major and like oh my god like you're so smart okay <laughs> like like why are you so shook by that like yeah like what am i supposed to do like what do you expect me to do when i'm in college like yeah. like i'm not saying that you have to pursue a stem major to be successful yeah. but it's just like people get so shook when they see not only a female but a black female mm-hmm. in the stem yeah. you know you think it's mostly like mm-hmm. men who make up the engineering and things yeah. like that the mathematics whatever statistics and whatever um and it's annoying because it's like people are like always like so fascinated that I know what I know because I'm a big science nerd, or it's it's annoying being like, oh my god, you're so smart. Oh my god, you're so intelligent. Oh my god, you're so this. Like, I know. Like, why are you bring like? And that's not to be like I'm like in a cocky way, but it's just like, why are y'all so shook at the fact that I'm educated? 
Mm-hmm. It's literally out of ignorance. I feel like, because like, I don't know why they keep thinking that we're these like primitive, dumb people that right. just picked exactly. up. It's just so weird. Like, I don't, I don't know, but like, if you really think about it, we've always been really more advanced than them in a way, because like we taught them how to bathe. They, I mean, they didn't bathe for days. Like we bathed every day. They didn't bathe for days. They, there was even reports Native Americans said that they literally had to put like scented flowers and shit when the Europeans came because they smelled that bad. That's embarrassing. And you, know, let me not. Never mind. That just reminds me of like <laughs> when the pyramids were built, like in Egypt, and people were talking. About- was it? Is it Egypt? Yeah, it's Egypt. Yeah, and like people are like, no, like there's no way, like there's no way they were like it was Africans that did that. It was the fucking aliens. Like there's so many people that literally say like they think it was like, like aliens that like have like made these like technological the lengths that y'all go to discredit black people is astronomical mm-hmm. for me, literally. And even in like I think in Central America, like, <laughs> no pun intended, because she said aliens astronomical. <laughs> Astronomical. <laughs> Astronomical. But so in Central America, they have like the, like, you know, the Mayan pyramids. People are like, yeah. how did they build that? And I'm like, honey, the same way at the. Which how how would you build a brick the same, pyramid? The same way y'all built castles for everybody. The, y'all, everybody. Got cas- y'all got castles <laughs> for you your dogs. Like, you literally have. <laughs> y'all, was, <laughs> y'all was building castles for every. The same way you built a castle, the same way bitches was building pyramids. <laughs> like, yeah. like, what do y'all. It's just the links that y'all go to discredit black people. In um, every way, shape, or form. Right. But to end it off, we're going to talk about the homophobia in communities of colors. We are. Communities of colors. Communities of color. Hey, hey, y'all. We're back. So, we were going to talk about... Drummer, please. <laughs> homophobia in communities of color. Especially in the black community and the Latinx community. Can, can I say one thing, too? Mm-hmm. I want to start... Because, um, I don't know. I'm going to start because I know that, like, I am friends with a lot of black males. And the comments about LGBTQIA or, like, non-binary transgender people, um, is annoying. Mm. And it's so... Like, it's so disrespectful. What kind of common sense do you have to lack to say something like that? Because it's always like, oh, don't bring that gayish around me. Oh, or like, I don't care what they identify as. If they were a boy, they're a boy. Like, things like that. Like, discrediting people's gender identity and sexuality all because you feel uncomfortable. Like, babes, we're not worried about you. Never have been. Some of y'all really think that, like, we that some of them would be attracted to you like honey right honey no it'd be the main one it'd be the main ones i'd be like oh, i'm just i'm just afraid it's gonna get on me most of the time y'all ain't even that attracted to begin with exactly y'all look like tree monsters at the time tree your monsters na- your nails are dirty your hairline is receding okay okay you don't you even probably, have a car <laughs> you probably yeah. haven't washed your drawers in two months your mom still probably washes your drawers for you like underwear like all you probably do is sit on your game play 2k don't have a job don't get an education <laughs> don't get an so edu- what are you, so what are you contributing what, what do you what have? is there to like what? and this goes back to yeah, what i mentioned yeah. earlier white women find y'all easy oh. because y'all don't do anything y'all don't contribute to anything you don't have to worry about anything mm. i said what i said and i said what i meant it's that simple it's just like i feel like when we talk about homophobia and just like in transphobia we have to understand that like 
I'm not gonna lie to you, I hurt people hurt people. Yeah. So mm-hmm. a lot of these men also have like some insecurities. Insecurities yeah. and a lot of them also have like some type of issues that they, that is like very deep rooted mm-hmm. in them. But at the same time I And feel I think like, it even stems from like the men in their family. Yeah, and also I feel like some of them are also in the closet. Like the super homophobic men are also in the closet. Oh yeah. They for sure. just don't, you know. And maybe the main ones messing with people on the DL. Like relax. Cause you when when you when you just and so and so's DMs. Right. But but then you post on your story, oh, don't bring that gay stuff around me. Oh, da da da. Okay, make it make sense because the math ain't matter right now. Exactly. It's not adding up because two plus two equals seven right now, and it's just not making sense. But here's another thing also that I talked about yesterday on my Instagram story, and I got a lot of replies. People saying like, oh, like I never knew that that could be a thing. Like I never knew that I could be complicit. So mm. basically, I posted something on my story talking about how like if you are. Um, if your boyfriend or your girlfriend even is homophobic and you sit there and you laugh at their homophobic jokes, you laugh, you literally just like sometimes don't correct them when they or say Or if you claim that you're not homophobic, but yet you just sit there like you're just as exactly. homophobic as they are. And if apparently if like one of us is your friends or something, like you literally, if somebody's your friend, you literally just sit there and be like, oh. Yeah. Oh. Mm. So all I'm trying to say is like. And I'm saying like you don't have to have gay trans whatever friends to to support people and stand up for these people yeah it doesn't you don't have to have be in to your be own di- backyard right you don't have to directly associate with these people in order to support them like that's what that's what i think a lot of people are getting tripped up on because they're like oh well i don't have you know a gay friend or i don't have a trans friend so like i don't really whatever but it's I, like i was gonna say like i used to think that like i used to think that i didn't have any like like gay or like trans friends yeah. right mm-hmm. but like the day that I officially was like, let me stop talking, like, right here, right now, you know, not, yeah. you know, when, like, the day I realized, like, I need to switch my language, I need to not be, mm-hmm. I need to make sure that I, like, hold my friends accountable, yeah. was the day that I found out years after, like, I just, like, you know, I was on the bus, like, with the, you know, some people, like, from our school, mm-hmm. and we were talking about something about, like, how the doc like at doctor's offices they like you know ask about your sexuality yeah for like you know reproductive like health stuff mm-hmm. and they ask about your gender too yeah so like i just remember like bringing that up and then like i'm just hearing all these comments about like oh that's just a load of bo- like bs like you know people out here just like making yeah. jokes and i'm like and i'm sitting here and i'm just like not i mean this is gonna be hard to say but like not laughing along but being like okay whatever you know? yeah and i was just so complicit and like i yeah. thought at the time that there was nobody on that bus mm-hmm. that would later you know come out as trans later yeah. come out at you know as yeah. like part of the lgbtq community and i'm like to find out that like i like, hurt my own best friend like you know one of my yeah. best friends yeah literally because like you know, I bring up a comment, and then, like, all these people around us are, like, you know, making all yeah. these jokes, and I'm just sitting here, and I'm not saying anything about it. And people think that it's normal to be mm-hmm. that way, because, like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie to you. All it is is just common, like, respect. Like, yeah. All you have to right. do is just respect people. Yeah. There is no excuse for you to be nasty and mean to someone if the only reason you're doing that is because of their sexual orientation or how yeah. they identify when it comes to their gender. Like, that doesn't make any freaking sense. Like, mm. There have been people that I have cut out of my life for those exact reasons, mm-hmm. and I will do it again. Like, I could care less because I'm not going to have you, like, infecting my life with that kind of prejudice. Exactly. So then mm-hmm. I go ahead and pass that shit on to somebody else. It's not about to happen. Right. I also feel like when it comes to trans women, um, 
there ha- again level of respect just freaking respect and like i said early in the group chat mind your business exactly mind your business whether they are passing or not mind your business and if you and my thing is like don't be afraid to ask someone their pronouns because you mm-hmm. all you better like better than be safe than sorry you know mm-hmm. and oh, i was gonna say something else i literally had a whole thought i'll say like with the pronouns like don't make it a whole fucking Okay. No, I'm, I don't know. First of all, no, you, yeah, you, no, yeah, you are. You're, 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 I mean, you're, 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 you're. but I'll say, like, don't make it a whole thing, like, oh, like, I don't know the difference. Like, it's just he, she, they, y'all. Yeah, it's like, that's they, literally, they. I'm like, it's not that hard. I saw this comment that somebody made about, um, like, saying, like, oh, it's just too much of a hassle to change my, change, like, you know, my pronouns around my family. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, she was like, but then again, when people get married, they change their last name. Exactly. Yeah. It goes from like, you know, it goes from Mrs. So y'all Lewis just get used to, to like Mrs. Yeah, yeah, it goes to like Mrs. Whoever, like, you know, last yeah. name. Yeah. And it's like, y'all make, like, how come like, you know. When, it is not hard to not change hard your pronouns because you have pronouns to begin with. What are y'all talking about changing your pronouns? Babes, when people refer to you as he or him, those are your pronouns. Did you not pay attention in grammar? Right, like, mm-hmm. like what is like, what's wrong? Like, how's it not clicking? Like, are y'all really that stupid? Come on now. And then, <laughs> and I was, um, I was gonna say, I just saw something yesterday about how this representative put outside her front office a sign that said there are two genders, male and female. That now, sexist boo. Now, boo. this this thing kind of confused me because I was like. I mean, yeah, there are two genders, male and female. But then I was like, wait a minute, the gender and sex is different. So I had to, like, understand that because, like, I never got the argument. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why are y'all arguing that there are two genders? Of course there are two genders, like, male and female. People just don't identify as either one or the other or neither. That's okay. But it's like, I had to sit there and be like, oh, like, why is this even, like, an argument? But I get that there are, like, difference between genders and then, you know, like, the actual, mm-hmm. like, sex. And so... I just wanted to say that. <laughs> I just feel like also, again, when it comes to like in our communities, mm-hmm. people just tend to like not, um, people who are in our communities, like they genuinely like, I feel like the church mm-hmm. is heavily involved in why people feel the way they feel. The but, church is too involved. Let me say that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because I feel, <laughs> no, dead ass. Because I feel like people should not be using their religious views to oppress another group of people or to like take down another group of people for because i'm like a lot of a lot of these beliefs are outdated so whether you like to y'all are interpreting something that has been around for two thousand years that honestly even like i i saw i watched a documentary the other day that talks about that where this doctor this theologian talked about the idea of the rapture quick side note it's not real it was created in the 1900s by some dude who wanted to like fear monger people into becoming christians yes yes even though yeah the rapture isn't really a thing a theologian. So y'all really lied to me. Basically, to just big put you like put fear in you to become a Christian. There's a whole Christian book series about the rapture. That <laughs> that I read back in like but, but, I don't remember. I but there's also a book series about Harry Potter. I know, but so, like so like do you, it, yeah, it's yeah, made yeah. up. It's made up. Yeah, yeah, but like but I'm like but it was like a Christian book series. So the person who was writing it was a Christian. Mm-hmm. But I was like okay like. You know, y'all writing on the rapture, cool. Like, why would y'all put that in the universe? Because I don't want this to happen. But it's, but it's not really a thing, yeah. yeah. It's not really... I feel like it... Y'all really lied to me. Literally, that's the whole... The I'm whole basis... Today. Right. No, literally, like, a lot of people use Christianity as a way to 
put fear in other people to follow or do what they please. So if you're going to use your religion to excuse your bigotry and your homophobia or your transphobia, you can literally go to sleep (laughs) and never wake up. Sorry. Literally. Anyway, no, for real. Like, I didn't even know that. Like, right. but I do know. I just, but that is so ingrained in my like, in what I learned. Like, yeah. As like, like here that culture shop because I'm like, mm-hmm. that's fake. Like y'all really liked. Me? I literally. It was a, I just. And she was a theologian. Like she studies religion for like a living. So because like I just like that just brings me back to all those times where I was like. At like my little Awana class, I'm like six or seven years old. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, if you don't believe in Jesus Christ, you know, you're not literally making it. You don't yeah. do everything that's like said in the Bible, like. You and know. it's a way of religious psychological wow. abuse too. What do you think conversion therapy is? Get into oh it. So get into conversion. And therapy. if you think that conversion therapy is like okay, you are genuinely like fucked up in the head. There is no yeah. way that you could literally take your child, put them in a chair mentally abuse them and then to it's not you're not going to stop being gay mentally abusing them it's, into being straight why do you think i would have electroshock therapy exactly because well, it wasn't and the thing is that a lot of a lot of a lot of kids who are in the lgbt community and they're especially lgbt communities of color are so scared to come out it's because the way that their parents think i'm giving y'all are, hugs mm, from over here that ass because <laughs> personal experience is hard yeah and like I feel like people don't understand how strong kids have to be when they're a part of the LGBT community because they literally have to go jump through so many hurdles. Yeah. Just e- even when it comes to their own family, sometimes yeah. they have to hide a significant part of their lives from their family, and then to and then sometimes like a lot of kids end up killing themselves because they just can't take the yeah. pressure. And so all I'm saying is, and like, the push, like and even like because some people don't have the resources to get out of where they are. Mm-hmm. Like you can't just move away and start a new life. Like not mm-hmm. everyone can do that. Mm-hmm. You don't have the resources for that. So you have to literally like go and like live a life faking it or hiding mm-hmm. it, and that gets hard. Like like why like, I don't. Know. Mm-hmm. And also too. Um, Toxic masculinity is also a big issue. Yeah. And so, like, that plays. There are men out here beating up and killing people of the LGBTQ plus community. trans women are being killed. Yes. Mm, Right. I remember over the summer when, like, we didn't even hear about this on, like, it was, like, on. Okay, let me me, me go back. I just know that, like, I didn't realize, like, how, how, like, ingrained, like, prevalent transphobia and homophobia was like specifically in like where we live like in our city um until i found out from the like from national news Mm -hmm. about like two trans women that were killed in our own town i know yeah i had no idea because our own sheriff like hid that from us yeah did nothing about it and i'm like there's no outrage there's no nothing like nobody's talking about this yeah. it's not even covered on the news because exactly. it's like it's just so normalized like mm-hmm. and, violence think, against trans women. and I, yo i literally remember too like and remember when the post nightclub shooting happened yeah Ooh. i remember that i went to speech class i was in frost class and i don't know who it was i'm not gonna say names but literally someone said shout out to frau by the way i texted her the other day oh, how is she she's so good i love her Good talk uh we get that steer wait but, but um basically this kid came in and he literally said oh what that man did at the post nightclub like that was a blessing like that was a godsend and i was what? like if you think like that you are not a christian people dude. were getting wrecked in speech class to my speech class too because i had a lot of people say things about um black fathers being absent in black children's lives the week after i lost my father and that i had and so i really sat there like the audacity the audacity no oh my god and then he came back 
And he was like, oh, like, you never, you didn't even say anything about it. I didn't, like, I wouldn't have made that comment if I knew. Like, I'm like, you shouldn't make that comment in general. Which is why you gotta be so careful about what you say because you never know who, like, what, like, what your words are doing to other people. Because I, like, I literally, and I had another black female who also didn't have a father prevalent in her life say something about the way that I deal with my grief about my father. Mm. Stare at my business. Mm -hmm. Before I really give you something to, you know, the week stay in, stay in your lane. <laughs> Literally, that's just the that's get this from this podcast is stay in your lane, mind your business, like stay at everybody's business because it's not sure. It's like I don't know, like that really had me like because that happened on like a Tuesday when she said something, and then the the comment that the guy made happened like Thursday or Friday. I was like, I just can't catch a break in this class, like. And I didn't tell anyone except for, like, two close friends or, like, three close friends. And I, I, I think my cheer squad knew, too, because I wasn't, I didn't come to practice. But mm-hmm. other than that, I didn't really tell. Like, I didn't make it a big announcement. And it's just, like, no, nah, it's making sense now. I and that's why I had to get out. Like, I had to leave the school. Julia said, I because, can't like, do it. Because, like, when I really started to think for myself and, like, really think about, like, okay, what's right, what's wrong? Yeah. Like, it was I just a constant that. atmosphere of negativity mm-hmm. and it's tiring yeah. after a while. That, that's not conducive to learning. Exactly. And it's also not conducive to someone's mental right. health. Like, you yeah. cannot succeed in an environment that's like that. It's super duper toxic. Yeah. And then people are like, oh, that shit is normal. Who? That shit is not normal. It's really if, not. If, if, yo, if How somebody you- came from some type of hospital or like did a survey, yeah. there would be so many people in that school who literally have mental issues, like literally trauma, yeah. traumatic experiences that even to somebody seem small, put to them was so big yeah. at the time. Like that literally. situation that I said that happened in Frost class, yeah. that literally had me like shocked for like a good three exactly. years. Exactly. Mm. Like the fact that I literally, some people could have come into the school and be like, bah, 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 right. whatever. And, like for example, when me could have beat me up in the stairwell yeah. and I, no, one, no one even said, that's what I'm saying. Like it's yeah. scary like that. And people don't understand that for some people, your lives are freaking at stake. Yeah. There are some people who walk out of their houses thinking that they might not come back. Right. Honestly. Think about that. Because I know the whole like, like the whole like when like the whole big thing like broke you, police brutality broke out like the mm-hmm. whole thing. Oh, I was, was like whenever me and my mom went anywhere together, like, I was like terrified to like let her go anywhere by herself because I'm like, what if my mom gets pulled over? Mm-hmm. What if this happens? What if like I was terrified? Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, oh my god, like I hate when my mom goes out by herself. I'm like, I hate it. I'm like, babes, you need to get a self defense key chain. Like you need to be like prepared. Yeah, cause like. And also, my mom's not a pushover either. Like, mm-hmm. she has an issue. <laughs> right. <laughs> my mom has an issue. She has an issue. She would talk mm-hmm. to you about mm-hmm. it. But that's also, like, I have to tell her, like, mom, relax. Because, mm-hmm. homegirl, you may get shot. You don't know who these white men don't care. Yeah. These white police officers, Hispanic police officers, mm-hmm. black police officers. It's police, police officers in general who don't care, who think that they are so high in authority. Above the law and everything. And that's, no, I feel the exact same way. Like, I, like... It's just with people like who, like who are clearly not like white passing, yeah. and then also even extend, extended to like people who are not straight passing mm-hmm. or cisgender passing. Like we can't just like take off like our skin right. color. Yeah, we can't just like change who we are. Like just we're to be, with this just to till we die, safe. right? Like, especially LGBTQ people of color. Exactly. Because like I'm not gonna lie to you, a white LGBT <laughs> person could literally like wipe off in a way their out the out the outside part of them. Yeah. They can take their their BLO stickers off their car. Yeah. They can take their they allies can rip stickers the, off. Yeah. I can't take away my skin right. color, and I can't right. take away who my parents are either. Exactly. So like, I don't understand how you think 
that your struggle is a little bit because when you're LGBT and black, you have one card that's against you being that in this country, mm-hmm. being that you are black, yeah, and then the other one being that you're also LGBT, yeah. So you're considered a, again like a double minority, especially if you're a woman. You're a triple minority if you're part triple of triple threat, yeah, like <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally a triple threat, right? like but like you're literally like you're triple the minority, yeah, especially. If you, the list goes on and on and on. It, it really you're a does. trans woman. You're a woman. You're a trans woman. And you're also of color. You got to say, like, it's so yeah. many hoops to jump through. People so many targets on your back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think the few takeaways that we want you guys to take away from this is just mm-hmm. one, mind your business. Mm. Mind your business. It's that simple. Oh, and then also, if you if you have no love and respect for yourself, you can't you have else. no love to give. Mm. Say it. Let them know. Let them know. (laughs) (laughs) And then um, educate yourselves. Please. Do something. Be respectful, please. And black men, black men, now I'm going to be respectful, I guess. Respectfully, I guess. Do some introspection. Self reflect. Honestly. Honestly, because I'm here to hold y'all accountable. I know your little homeboys in the group chat, your little basketball homeboys, whoever you mm-hmm. got, they're not going to hold you accountable, but I am. And if you have an issue with me, if you have an issue with what I'm saying, then just hit me up because I will tell you how I feel and how it is. That simple. So do some self-reflection yeah. for not only yourself, but for the community as a whole because you're doing the community lots of justice once you do that because y'all got some issues. And with that being said, <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed this week's podcast. Make sure thank you to Jillian. Thank you to Jillian for coming. Ah, and she will be in more episodes in yes. the future. Y'all, yes. thank you guys so much for having me. I'm excited to come on as your PR. Yeah. Shout out to our new PR. Yeah. Our PR manager, Jillian Lewis. Period. But yeah, we hope you guys enjoy. We hope you guys have a beautiful day. Make sure to take your medicine. Uh, drink some water, get some food, do your homework, study, do whatever you gotta do. Um, and I think that's it. I hope you guys have an amazing day, and we'll see you on the flip side. Bye! Bye! Bye.